Welcome to Through Triple A Eyes. I'm your host, Triple A. How was your week? Mine was okay, but I I have to admit I was a bit, you know, stressed the F out and it ain't over. So I need need to settle in. I've got got a couple of weeks before I get some breathing space here. (laughs) So thank you all for listening in last week. I appreciate it. And I know I mentioned last week about an interview coming up, but y'all give me a little time. I'm working on this interview because it's the first one that um, I'm going to be interviewing someone who, um, you know, just for his safety, in case of any backlash, um, we've kind of got to do it a little bit incognito. Um, So that will hopefully be coming up next week. So stay tuned. Um, it's going to be talking about xenophobia, the, the Ghanaian versus Nigerian, um, situation going on right now. And also, again, this should resonate with some of the folks in other countries dealing with immigration and with migrants coming in. And, um, so, uh, working on that, I won't, you know, I want to take my time on it so that it can be good for y'all. So, <laughs> all right. So this week, I wasn't sure what I wanted to talk to y'all about. And then the headline ran across my Facebook and I was like, this is it. I want to talk about white saviors. Now, before I go into this, anyone who is Caucasian listening in, This isn't about attacking anyone, but more addressing circumstances that are coming to pass and have come to pass. Um, And of course, deals with privilege. Um, But I know this may not be fun to listen to if you are Caucasian. You know, it's a bitter pill to swallow, but... I don't know if y'all are aware, but let's talk about it in case you are not. So the story I saw was about Renee Bach. So this is a girl from, well, now she's a woman, but she's from Bedford, Virginia. And so Renee Bach in 2008, when she was just 18 years old, decided she was moving to Uganda, set up um, a, non- a non-profit called Serving His Children. So some of y'all might have supported this non-profit. And she went to Uganda to supposedly help children. Now, when she got to Uganda, she, whether, you know, again, now she's claiming, you know, that 
she didn't necessarily tell people she was a doctor. But this girl went and essentially ran a, run a clinic out of her house. She would walk around in a white coat, a doctor's coat, and with a stethoscope around her neck and perpetrated as if she was a doctor. So people, again, in Africa and other parts of the world, we, you know, when you see somebody in a uniform, that means they are professional. That's what we were taught to believe. So this white woman wearing her doctor's uniform was, you know, treating people's sick children, you know, and the after effect of all of this was they attribute that she may have killed over 100 Ugandan children in this village. Take that in for a moment, y'all. 100. And those are the ones that they can count, you know. I mean, even one witness said he saw her giving an infant blood, you know, so she was doing transfusions. And again, let me remind you, she was not a doctor. She moved when she was 18 years old. She was not a doctor. I mean, the story is still coming out, but she was not a doctor. Now, yes, let's first talk about the Ugandan officials should have checked her qualifications before even allowing her to operate in such a way. I don't know how remote this village is, but if it's remote, I can tell you already there was no one to check anything. But let's put the blame there, partial blame there, that they should have checked the moment she stepped in Uganda what she was coming to do. But let's talk about the audacity that she had, that she felt that she was going to save some black children and you know, and do harm. She forgot the first part of being a doctor, that she wasn't supposed to do harm. But she went to perpetrate as a doctor. So obviously, she hadn't learned about the Hippocratic Oath. So today, I want to talk about the white savior. Now, the white savior, the myth of the white, it's not even a myth. It's, you know, it's going on. This goes back, I mean, it probably goes back further than we can even imagine. But I'll take it back to biblical history, to Jesus Christ. Even Jesus Christ was whitewashed. We still can't agree that he was whitewashed because Jesus Christ was a Middle Eastern man. He was definitely not from the caucus. You know, there was, he definitely did not have blonde hair. He did not look like Bon Jovi according to biblical record but that's what we were fed and you know some of the pictures that I see of Jesus Christ sometimes I'm like okay so Jesus Christ was you know a gay Bon Jovi because some of the pictures are just questionable all around so we started there so now let's put it into context I am a colonizer coming to your land. 
and I am going to present you with my faith, which, which is, you know, Christianity. Your, your faith, your gods do not stand up to my, you know, my Bon Jovi lookalike. You see what I mean? Yes, Bon Jovi is hot, but trust me, you know, your, your gods have nothing to do with our Bon Jovi lookalike. And as I beat you, as I take away everything, I break your families, I take them far away from you. You start to believe or you're forced to believe that maybe he's right. You know, this Bon Jovi lookalike is, uh, and y'all, no offense to Bon Jovi. I love me some Bon Jovi. I'm just using him, you know, um, but Bon Jovi, if you ever listen in, I'm sorry, but I love you. <laughs> um, you know, so we've taken your families away. We've beaten you into submission and we're going to force that you know that Jesus Christ, as we tell you he looks and what he does, is now the religion you have to follow. And while we're at it, we're going to reinforce that you are a savage. You let you run around with barely any clothes on. You have no sense. You have no community. You haven't built any big buildings. So obviously you have no intelligence. We're going to reinforce that. And hence we have come to save you. Yes. Bon Jovi, Jesus Christ has come to save you. And we, since we are the you know descendants of his teaching we have come to save you and this was taught not only to africa to native americans to every culture around the world that was colonized now this also happened to those who were colonized under islam but right now okay so every Every time a country or an area is invaded, you have to do whatever your invaders teach you, whether you like it or not. It's do or die, basically. So this is where that white savior, you know, notion has been per perpetrated from. Now going forward, We know in medical history, especially recent medical history in the last 100 years, I w you know, we can say 150 years, we know that people of color have been used for medical testing. We know a recent survey even showed that doctors didn't think that black people felt pain the way white people feel pain. So all of these things are reinforced into the white psyche whether you know they are conscious of it or not and hence breeds Renee Bach who decided at 18 years old she was going to go play you know operation or doctor on some kids in Uganda and the scary part is she even adopted a little girl from Uganda so I hope the officials are looking into this so when looking at the white savior 
the next thing that came to mind for me is we need to talk about the NGOs that we are supporting because obviously some of them have gone off the rail and are not doing what they they say they should be doing and frankly should be governed you know more closely so a lot of times let's be real about it these NGOs come to poor areas because the governments are not doing what they have to do the, or the government doesn't have the resources or the funds but a lot of times somebody in the government has the funds um, but is you know misappropriating those funds so NGOs come from all over the world they come they come to any country that they deem needs their help and I don't want to say that all NGOs are bad there are a lot of them doing really good work but there are also a lot of them perpetrating other things not to be a conspiracy theorist but I'm sorry if you think your your country hasn't been watched by a government agency of another country uh, through an NGO wake up <laughs> so we allow NGOs to come into countries even like Ghana we have so many NGOs working here right now. I don't even know if the government knows how many. They come over here from periods, short periods to, you know, two-year stints or more. And they go into rural villages to supposedly bring change. But once they are gone into the village, nobody's watching them. Nobody's seeing what they're actually doing. If they've come to run immunization, you know, um, drives, nobody's testing to see what they're giving the folks. Nobody's checking. And we pay for it. We support these NGOs. We send money. And at the end of the year, they make a cute little video with a few black children you know, smiling and, you know, I'm sorry, that the, the cuteness of a child smiling and then you open your wallet and you give a little bit more and you give a little bit more and you give a little bit more and it continues. That's what we're up against. So we can't solve the white savior issue in one night, but we can be aware of when a white savior is being pushed on us and it just starts with that simple thing just because it's white doesn't mean it's right sorry to rhyme but let's go back to the civil rights you you know it doesn't mean that it's right and it doesn't mean that a person of color just because they didn't grow up with whatever technology or whatever you learned doesn't mean that they don't have sense that they that they don't have the means to heal themselves or whatever they you know it's such a touchy issue so if you see a white savior and there are many of them. I mean, recently, Joe, Joel Olstein. Well, sorry, not Joel Olstein. What's his name? Um, 
Oh, shoot. As his name runs out of my mind, y'all, forgive me. Um, I'm just going to describe him. Those of you who know him will know him. The guy who, motivational uh, speaker, is it um, something, is it Tim, Ro not Tim Robbins, I forget his name now, um, who goes around the world, charges a heck of a load of money for his workshops, and then people claim they have been changed by his words. Of you know, recording was released of him being der derogatory, and again, now this is somebody who goes around the world and trains masses of people, and they look at him like he's their savior. You know, it's not only religious. So, such people, we give them a platform. And I always try to tell people, somebody's only famous because you allowed them to be famous. So, do your research. Do your research. If there's an organization or if there is a motivational speaker or whoever you want to, you know, you're thinking about going to one of their workshops take a moment google them it's really easy especially if they are you know from the western world that they, they have a track record google them look at reviews talk to them you know contact their organization ask some hard questions before you hand over your money you know, a simple question to ask, especially if it's a charity organization, is what percentage goes to actually help people? Now, all organizations need to get paid. There's a lot of money, you know, that is involved. So, of course, there's a CEO because you need, it runs like a company, essentially. So, they do have to take money home. But check it out. If they are only spending 5% of what they take in and the rest of it is being pocketed, maybe that's not the place you should be, you know, you should be helping. And a lot of times there are places right in your own neighborhood or people right in your own neighborhood who are doing things that make a difference directly in people's lives. Check it out. You know, like... I'm going to give a shout out. They don't know about this. There's a hospital here called Focus Orthopedic Hospital. They bring on children from, you know, from the Philippines, from all over, you know, nations where they're, you know, they're suffering from orthopedic issues like scoliosis and things. And they bring them to Ghana and they help them. They do the surgery and it's all, char you know, it's, it's charity based. And you see the direct use of what they're doing. You see the doctors, you see the caliber. So there are really good organizations that do amazing things. Find them, talk to them, ask the hard questions. If they dodge your questions, y'all find someone else. But we need to start being responsible for who we allow to operate in our communities. And this goes, you know, I mean, this can be used for example, the girls who want the big, you know, the big Nicki Minaj booties and whatnot. And they go to some dodgy person injecting them with cement and God knows what else, up, you know, in their asses to get a big booty and they end up dying from it. Again, 
if somebody tells you, hey, I know somebody who can do whatever medical treatment it is for cheap, don't believe them. There's a reason why it costs a certain way because you're meant to be certified. And even a certified doctor can do harm. So investigate them. Ask around. Check with the medical board. You know, find out. When I was in New York, it was great because NYU had like a referral service. And I have to give it to NYU. Everybody that they, you know, uh, what do you call, they referred me to were fabulous. So do your homework. Don't believe just because it's white, it's right. And do no harm, y'all. Do no harm. And when you come across people like Renee Bach and others like her, y'all call them out. I don't know how much um, this has, you know, been on the, what do you call on the uh, Western media, but call them out, talk about it, tweet about it, because these are the people we need to put in jail. We need to set, make an example of, because a hundred children, y'all, that's that's a massacre. So chase these folks out of your neighborhoods. They are not there to help. And if you're one of these folks listening in. You better stop what you're doing because you will get outed and I hope you go to jail. So y'all be vigilant. There are folks trying to get access to your kids and you just to make money off of you. So on that note, y'all. <sighs> I need to take a moment. <laughs> on that note do donate but check where you're donating find out the history of the organization and do no harm have a blessed week I hope to bring you that uh, interview next week and um Looking forward to hearing your feedback on this issue. It's a hot topic. I know I just touched upon it. But, and there's a lot more. So feel free to discuss on my Facebook page. Go on.